Welcome to Behind the Numbers, the podcast keeps you updated football within the hobby. Uh, this week, I'm going to go ahead and update you on the wax prices across the 2020 products still, just keeping that going with the Mosaic, Prism, Optic, and Select update. I also am going to break down the next four shows into uh, the divisions of West, uh, East, South, and North, um, and go through each of them and just kind of pinpoint different quarterbacks to target, different running backs, receivers, and tight ends to target target and kind of where their prices are now and where we can expect them to possibly go uh, so we'll start with afc west of that i'm really excited for that uh, we'll go ahead and go over the uh couple prism draft pick prices talk about a couple new releases coming out and just got to get us caught up from the little bit of a break we had there uh, now it's time for the show How is it going, everybody? It's good to get back and talk some football with you. Sorry for the little bit of the hiatus. Just uh, a lot of family stuff going on the last couple of weeks. Just trying to finish up the school year for me. Uh, son's kindergarten graduation, 10-year anniversary with the wife. Just so many uh, so many just cool things just going on the last couple of weeks. So I just got away from uh, getting my normal two-week rhythm for the off-season schedule. But we're back. I'm excited to talk football with you and just update you on some prices and just get us going in the direction as a lot of mini camps are done and training camps are going to be coming towards the end of the month of July and, and football's underway. We're getting there. Uh, we got basketball you know, wrapping up here in the, the Eastern Western Conference finals. A lot of focus on baseball right now and football kind of grabbed that attention pretty soon. So we need to make sure we're ready to go uh, for our values, uh, who to target. And, and uh, today I have for you, we're going to talk about the AFC West specifically. We're going to talk about different, uh, all the quarterbacks, receivers, and uh, running backs of note in that uh, division and just kind of talk about uh, where they can go and who guys to target, maybe guys a little bit cheap. So kind of excited to dive into that with you. Um, I did want to start the show off with just the usual, just keeping you guys up to speed on the wax prices. We are seeing... Um, we are seeing prison kind of staying staying packed, and we're seeing everything else fall a little bit around it. Uh, I think we did expect that. We kind of expected prism to be uh, king. Obviously, it's always it is king. It's the standard for football and basketball, for that matter, when it comes to rookie cards. So, no surprise there. Uh, you know, I I'm not surprised that select is taking the, it's. I don't want to say it's tanked. It hasn't tanked, but it's definitely fallen quite a bit. Uh, so let's just kind of get to that, and we'll kind of talk about uh, just a little bit more where we think it can go. Uh, so solo packs for Mosaic, $34 down 20%. So they've dropped a little bit as well. Mosaic's seen a bit of a pullback as well. Uh, hanger boxes for Mosaic, 63 down 10%. Blaster boxes for Mosaic, 100 down 10%. Mega boxes 155 down 15%. No recent sales in the huddle boxes, so still 800 is the last thing. Hobby boxes uh, 700 down 10%. So across the board, mosaics kind of down. And then I look at the prism column, everything's the same except for the no huddle boxes are down a little bit for prism, but $40 for cello for prism, 75 for hangers, 110 for blasters, 220 for mega boxes, 760 for no huddle, which is the down 15%, and 1225. Uh, for the hobby boxes, so about the same. So all of the prices for that is staying pat. Uh, Optic has been down a little bit, but not as much. Uh, 25 for the value packs. Won't really call them cellos because they're not packs with impacts, but uh, 70 for hanger boxes for Optic. 105 for the blasters for Optic right now. 195 down 5% on the mega boxes, and then 900, so under a thousand now for the hobby boxes for Optic. So those are down about 15%. So just a little bit of a drop um on optic but not as much as mosaic and then select is where we kind of saw the biggest pullback we got 35 dollars for this the value packs for select down 20 percent uh 35 dollars for the hanger boxes down 10 percent 
50 bucks down 20% for the blasters and the mega boxes are $90 down 5% and then 1175 for the hobbies on select and that's down 15%. So we are kind of seeing select just kind of coming down to, you know, I think the retail really uh, we flooded it. We've talked about in the past. So I think that it's kind of just pulled back in terms of desire, especially the base cards. I've been asked by a couple people uh, through Twitter. Again, follow me at numbers underscore behind. Uh, make sure to subscribe on the bench clear media for YouTube for these videos. Uh, give us a good rate and review on the podcast as well. Kind of slide that in there. But um, I just think that uh, a lot of people are asking me about grading select base and I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't grade the concourses, especially uh, the premieres. Like there's just so many of them. I just don't think it's going to be worth the while. I mean, if you're one of the first ones, sure. Uh, but I think that's for me, those base cards are going to be the raw cells for me and, just keep the keep the color, grade the color, and kind of try to at least stay to numbered stuff. There's a lot of colors not numbered, so you can kind of pick your battles there with the die cuts and whatnot. But select is definitely we talked about all the different combinations. If you didn't hear in the last show, go check that out. But just the different variations, there's quite a few. Uh, so there's just some concern with select for sure in terms of going forward and its long-term value. But any you know 2019 select definitely graded. I've got asked about that for Kyler Murray grade that stuff. It just seems like that's going to be a little bit lower pop and a little bit better situation for for long-term if you're going long-term gains there. So yeah, that's just kind of the breakdown of overall the products. You know, I, I think that it's it is expected for a lot of it to drop. I do think it shows how strong the class is. I think there is a lot of um, good feelings right now with Burrow and Herbert, like long term. Tua still some question marks. Uh, I struggled a little bit in the mini camp, but not gonna take too much out of that. Uh, but I do think there's just a lot of uh, value. In that 2020 products, the prism is staying packed, which is good. Uh, everything else is just dropping as people are turning to page 2021 as well. A lot of eyes are on the new class as we kind of see uh, prism draft picks and uh, uh, chronicles draft picks and all those things start to come out a little bit. Uh, so, you know, I think for where we're at right now and, and dead of the off season, uh, I'm pretty impressed with prism kind of holding holding pat. So, pretty good there. So, yeah, what I want to kind of start with is I want to start with this. I'm going to start in the West. I'm going to do the AFC and NFC West. Uh, we'll probably talk about the quarterbacks a little bit more thoroughly, uh, mostly because they're the ones that are graded for sure. A lot of the running backs and some of the, you know, Raheem Mostert, those guys aren't being graded. So we won't dive in too deep into some of the uh, secondary players, but we'll talk about them. Uh, so let's just go and start with the AFC West. And obviously the big one is Patrick Mahomes. You know, 2017 uh, Prism PSA 10. We know that's the card that people want. Uh, PSA 10 of that is going 8650, so it's a little bit down. Um, but 8650, obviously, pretty respectable. The pop on that's 869. Uh, one of his notable highest sales in the last few months was his camo prism. Uh, I believe that was actually, the, uh, I believe that was the auto uh, for $41,000 pop of five. So, uh, Mahomes is the cream of the crop. We know that. We don't have to really dive into that. If you have Mahomes cards, they're kind of good in all years. You know, maybe target some second year cards if the first, you know, if the rookies are out of your range. Uh, I have a couple of second year optics I've been holding, just so I think they're, uh, you know, the good card in that 2018 group is a good group as well. So with Allen and <clears throat> Lamar Jackson and whatnot. So in general, Mahomes is the cream of the crop, and not much to talk about that because it's not something we're going to be going buying low. Of course, he's just probably going to keep rising as he continues to be uh, the best quarterback in the league for. I mean, however long that's going to be. Uh, but you know, moving into Justin Herbert, uh, you know, the one thing about Justin Herbert, this is really tough, is being in that division with Mahomes. I've said that before. I, I just, what's the upside? Like, are the Chargers ever going to be better than the Chiefs? I, I don't know. I think that's going to be really hard to do. The Chiefs are pretty stacked and they look like they're built for the long haul. So it's just like, I feel like 
Herbert's potential is tapped because of that. Because where is he going to go? Um, but as of now, he's still solid. He's, I mean, obviously had a great rookie year, one of the best rookie years to date. Uh, his 2020 Prism PSA 10 is 605 right now. Uh, his pop on that's 1330. So obviously over Mahomes. Mahomes is that weird year where it was only silvers for rookies. So uh, a little bit different. Uh, and then one of his notable cards, though, is actually sold for more than Mahomes' most recent notable was a gold Prism Auto. Out of, I believe that was out of 10. Uh, for Herbert, forty three thousand seven hundred, and that was a pop one card. So uh, definitely, Herbert's still getting a lot of love in terms of high end buys and high end uh, sellers. So uh, definitely, I think Herbert's still going to just be a solid quarterback, and just a, you know, he's still young, obviously coming into his second year. Uh, just the, I'm just concerned about him. Like it, it comes down to quarterbacks; they're going to have to have Super Bowl chances. They're going to have to have abilities to be on the big stage, and I'm just concerned how many chances he's going to get um so but it was a long a long time he's got a long time to figure that out and a lot of things can change so can't you know sell the farm just on that notion i still think that he's a great quarterback and has a lot of room to go um next two guys are <laughs> it's quite the drop off in the afc west we go down to drew lock uh his 2019 Pri <laughs> prison psa 10 is a shocking 45 dollars uh, he's still the starting quarterback in denver to me i think why not take a chance just see if he can go in denver he's got a lot of things going in his favor next year i mean a lot they drafted a running back the old line's been improved uh they have judy in his second year is gonna be better they have sutton coming back they got fan i mean he's javonta williams from the draft for running back with melvin gordon it just he has so much around him if he can just get it to click a little bit i'm not saying he's a great quarterback but he's not a 45 dollar quarterback i can tell you that uh when we see you know like Derek carr's going for 220 i'd rather take a shot of i'd better take four uh, Drew Locks at forty-five dollars a piece, and see if he does better because we already know what Derek Lock or Derek Carr is. So, uh, just I was really shocked how low that is. Especially they didn't draft a quarterback. There's nothing. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is just going to be a backup. I mean, he, they give him a backup plan. He could end up starting at some point if if Lock can't get it together. But forty-five dollars is a little risk. Might as well I take a shot for sure. Um, his, his pop report that's uh, two thousand seven hundred twenty-seven. So that's pretty high pop for uh, compared to the other guys so far. He's double Herbert. Um, I mean, Herbert will have more for sure. People are going to be grading those, but pretty, pretty good pop for Drew Locke. That a little bit of it's so the supply is pretty high. Um, so Prism White Sparkle is kind of a notable card for Locke, 700 bucks. There's a pop of eight of those. So, you know, uh, White Sparkles are very short. They're SSP considered. Uh, so 700 for that's a pretty good deal with a pop of eight. But again, it's a matter if you have any faith in Locke, which I know a lot of people don't. But again, he seems incredibly cheap and might as well take a couple shots on it. Uh, Derek Hall, as I mentioned, his 14 Prism PSA 10 to 20 pops 70 on that. So pretty low. Another reason he had not lost supply on that. Uh, one of his top cards of sale note was a select rookie auto out of 75, a PSA 10 and for 800 with a pop of four on that. You know, Carr is just kind of is what he is. I just he, he has flashes of being great, but then some people want to see Mariota. Like if Mariota is going to still be there, I'm pretty sure he's still under the Raiders contract when I checked. Uh, even though there's some uh, talk about him moving, but you know, but the Mariota came in and was doing things that Carr wasn't doing. So it's just it's really tough with Carr. I don't see the upside. I think if I had any Carr PSA 10 rookies, I'd be selling them and take the 220 and just go because I just don't I don't see him materializing anything more than what he is today. Um, Moving into the NFC West, the NFC West is a very difficult division. Um, it's just, it's tough. You got Matthew Stafford down there. His 2019 uh, Bowman Chrome PSA 10 is kind of his desired rookie, you could say, is 400 bucks. Uh, pop of 87 on that. One of his top sales was a Top's Finest X Fractor, one of one. PSA 10 sold for almost uh, 5,700. Uh, so it's a one of one card for 5,700. It's pretty incredible. But uh, yeah, so you just kind of see where uh stafford's value is it's, it's not it's not bad but he's just kind of have a 
had a ho-hum career in Detroit, really didn't do much, made the playoffs once, I think, and lost in the first round on a questionable call. But um, still, Stafford of the Rams has a Super Bowl chance, but that division's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. So, you know, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and the 49ers are coming back. So I'm very, uh, very, be a very difficult division. That's where some of my concern comes with Kyler Murray. It's on that front. We'll get to that. Very similar to Herbert. But uh, Russell Wilson, just kind of go tweets come out today that all roses in Seattle. Now he's ready to go all in. And everybody else is kind of just saying, well, he couldn't really get traded or moved, so he has to be all in. But uh, so Russell Wilson, 2012, prison PSA 10 is 900. Uh, 448 popping that. So eh, not not bad. A little, you know, under 1,000 is still good. Uh, his prison rookie auto in the same year went, it sold for 5,000 uh, with a pop of 23. Uh, so, you know, Russell Wilson's just, a, I think, a good long-term buy. I still think he's going to consistently be one of the top quarterbacks in the league for uh, – I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. So I still think he – I think, you know, 900 for that prism is, just seems like a really a good price, uh, especially when you see, like, Herbert 600 with a higher pop. Russell Wilson's done a lot more, has a Super Bowl championship. Uh, I just think that, to me, Russell Wilson's a little bit undervalued right now. So I would definitely be going for him a little bit. Uh, Kyle Murray, you know, kind of the guy that everybody's waiting to pop again. He had a really good year last year until he got dinged up. Uh, obviously, all the, t- all the talent in the world. You got Hopkins. They had another receiver, Rondale Moore. Uh, just seems like there's a lot of pieces for them. But again, tough division. Are they going to build a. Are they going to be able to hang with the Rams and the Seahawks and the 49ers? To be honest, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but his PSA 10 is going for 400, so it's still a really cheap price for. Uh, I mean, he's under Herbert still. Uh, I probably would take Herbert just based on you know his uh, durability. Just concerned, I think Herbert just might be able to stay a little bit healthier. Uh, but Kyler is obviously probably I'd definitely say is more exciting. So yeah, so Kyler Murray's is at two one six seven for his uh, his pop. So you know he's obviously still up there over two thousand, just very similar to Locke. So you kind of see those two thousand nineteen guys are a bit higher on pop. Uh, 2019 color blast PSA 10 is kind of the notable sale that he had was 7850 with a pop of 10. The color, the color blast are really cool cards. I, was like, I like to put that one on there just because I, I really wish I had one of those cards, which I don't. Uh, but the color blast rookie for Kyler Murray is a pretty sweet card to own. Uh, so that's one of the top ones. And then the last quarterback, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback in San Fran, but Trey Lance is the one that you're going to want. Um, and Trey Lance obviously has no sales and up to this date of his non-college stuff. So, uh, just one to watch. Uh, again, San Fran's going to be pretty desired in breaks. They're going to be a lot of people going to be chasing Trey Lance. Uh, pretty big hopes for that guy to come in and kind of take them to the next level, get them back to that Super Bowl that they kind of Jimmy kind of flopped a bit and they lost. Um, but in general, I think that's a pretty good quarterback group. You know, there's only a couple. I think Derek Carr and, and Drew Locke are kind of the, maybe the lower end weak spots. Trey Lance is going to be very expensive out of the gate as a rookie, and all the rest of them have a pulse. I mean, Stafford, if he can make the Rams uh, Super Bowl viable, then he's going to definitely going to get a bump as well. So a uh, very strong group of quarterbacks. And then <clears throat> kind of move to the running backs a bit. The running backs are definitely in this division are very uh, – they're very scattered and very um, – there's not very many uh, three-down running backs. So, uh, you know, with the Raiders, you got Josh Jacobs, but then they have Drake, Riddick, and Rich Richard um, in the backfield as well, who are all pass catchers. So it just really seems like they're trying to lighten the load for Josh Jacobs, and they kind of have to. He's been injured so much that they can't. He can't be a three-down back right now, um, like they kind of hoped when they took him as high as they took in the draft. But Josh Jacobs, uh, Prism PSN is going for fifty bucks, pop of eight hundred on it. One of his noble sales is the Prism Rookie Auto for three fifty with a pop of thirty six. Um, so kind of the Raiders situation, I, you know, I don't, 
I really was high on Jacobs. His rookie year was really kind of concerned last year with consistently having the shoulder issues. And I just don't see those going away. So I'm just really kind of off of him right now. He, he is worrying me quite a bit um, in terms of his durability. And I think they've gotten the guys around him on purpose to lighten his load, which to me limits the upside. Um, Austin Eckler, you know, he's the kind of Chargers guy and he's, he's really weird because his production and everything he does is very similar uh, to like a Kamara, maybe a little bit Kamara light, but he doesn't get much love. He doesn't have much rookie cards even out there for sale. So he wasn't anything I can even give you a pop on, but he's a notable player, but I don't think there's much upside. I think there's just going to be a PPR fantasy football guy, but not much of a card guy for us. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, you know, his prices are actually still pretty decent for kind of having a disappointing season. Uh, his Prism PSA 10 for 720 is 150 right now with a pop of 22. His notable sale was a Prism Silver PSA 10 for 300 with a pop of 12. So, I mean, people still have high hopes and they should. He's in a, you know, a juggernaut of an offense. Uh, I think it was kind of a down year for him, but I do think the talent is still there. So, I don't think he's a buy at those prices. And I think those are kind of the early PSA 10 prices still with prism for him. Um, but I do think he's one I'd be watching. We get closer to the season to see if there's any good deals, uh, especially his raw cards. I think you can get a lot of his raw cards, very cheap under 10 bucks for his prism raw cards. So I would probably lean that direction and see if I can sell, just keep it raw and stay the raw game with him. When it comes to running backs, it's a little bit easier doing that. So you don't have to wait the long, elongated waiting for the, the grading to go your way or not go your way and come back. So that'd be kind of my play there. Uh, the, the, with Denver, uh, it's just Melvin Gordon and obviously the rookie. Uh, you know, Melvin Gordon doesn't have much. He's not as desired either because he's kind of getting older, so his stuff's kind of not worth investigating in my mind because he's, I think, on the way out. Uh, uh, Chris Carson, same thing with Seattle. He's just a very effective back, but not much hobby love, so not a lot of prices really that gauge there. And then coming down to the Rams, you got Cam Akers. His 2020 PS, uh, Prism PSA 10 is 101 with a pop of 8. Prism Silver PSA 10 was almost $500 for a pop of four uh, at 490. I was really surprised by that high of a, a price, but I mean, a lot of people really, I mean, myself included, I think he's have a monster year. I think they're going to lean on him a lot. We're going to see like a Todd Gurley type of year when Gurley was a monster. Uh, Arizona, not much there right now. They, I mean, they lost Drake. It's pretty much Chase Edmonds is the number one guy on the depth chart right now. Uh, he, he's solid, but I don't, I don't see an RB one from him. And then James Connors coming over from Pitt. So probably going to steal some goal line carry. So there's not much there to, to really, I don't know, invest in or even look into in uh, terms of our cards. Um, when it comes to Sam Fran, I'm always interested in who Sam Fran's running back is. Cause it seems like everybody they put in there is really good. Like he gets really good numbers, but they've always had problems with the guys just staying healthy. Like Mostert, when he's healthy, he's really effective. Uh, Jeff Wilson last year was really effective. Uh, they drafted Trey Sermon out of uh, Oklahoma. He's has the ability to be really effective. So I, I think for me, Sermon cards are the ones that I'm looking for. I, I think that Mostert and uh, Wilson, they're just not going to be uh, long-term guys, but whoever's in Shanahan's backfield interests me. So if there could be a guy that can really grab a hold of that and take it and not have to be in a timeshare, I think you have some, some ability to see some growth there in terms of his value and uh, just his production. So uh, kind of going through Sam Fram. Okay, and just kind of come into the, the AFC West for uh, the receivers and the tight ends. Uh, I, you know, uh, Kansas City, they got Tyreek and Kels. Uh, you know, if you, when you started listening to the show a long time ago, we talked about like Kels and those guys kind of being a bit undervalued and, and Kels is up there now. He's, he's definitely climbed. So if you got some back then, uh, definitely shoot me a tweet or something. Cause I just wonder how many people got in on those 13 prisms. Cause I was seeing 13 prisms for Kels. I want to say last summer going for like 15 bucks, you know, 20 bucks. 
uh, raw. And so now the the uh, PSA 10 of those are going for 335. So Kelsey's kind of legacy is kind of just really settled in and, you know, he's making a lot of noise in terms of a Hall of Fame type career from the tight end position. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of Kelsey's 2013 Prisms 335 with a pop of 81. So really small pop on those. Uh, Tyreek's 2016 Prisms at 250 uh, with a pop of 209 on those. Uh, the other guy, you know, that's kind of just always wild, like really consistent. And when I saw this price, I was like, I'm going to go buy one of these because I just I can't see <laughs> this guy who's extremely productive. Uh, go for this cheap and have that low of a pop. And that'd be Keenan Allen. You know, he's he's been extremely consistent uh, with the Chargers through Rivers and through Herbert. Uh, I don't see that stopping soon. I think he is getting kind of the plateau, you could say. Um, but his PSA 10 went for is going for 100 bucks, and there's only nine of them in the pop report. And so I was like, whoa, like that's <laughs> got to get me one of those for 100 bucks. I think that's a great deal. Um, again, what's the upside? I just think he's just going to have one of the kind of quietly hall of fame type uh careers in terms of his numbers and long-term stats one of his noble sales top, tops chrome black for 200 so he's just not even his high stuff's not high so i definitely like the keen allen prices if i'm a guy just trying to even up being a fan of uh keen allen or uh what he does with the receiver position i would definitely invest in that a little bit yeah henry ruggs kind of a disappointing rookie year uh he's kind of the guy that i put for the raiders uh 2020 fl prism 60 bucks is what he's going for at psa 10 not much um, obviously very disappointing, you know, had some big games and big plays, but just not very consistent. Uh, so if he can kind of continue to break out with that speed and that explosiveness that he offers, uh, definitely some growth there. Uh, especially when I see Judy's going for 110. So Judy's going double and don't forget that, you know, rugs was the first guy taken in the draft that year. So, um, it's really interesting to see that, but at the same time, rugs is going to have to be more than a one trick pony to really get the, the full love from the hobby for sure. Uh, Ruggs is green Pulsar Auto 177 for as a PSA 10. Uh, so that's kind of where he's at for his higher end sales of late. Uh, Judy, as I just mentioned, he's going for 110 and with a pop of six. Uh, Judy's higher ones, 2020 Orange Prism 260. You know, Judy's you know really talented. Uh, he has the ball in his hands. He's he's scary. He can he can stretch the field and definitely take it the distance. I think the thing with him is just a matter of how consistent can Lock be. So it's kind of the, the flip. Um, if he can get a more consistent from Lock, we can see some. Uh, some big games. I think Sutton's going to help him as well, getting another big presence on the outside and kind of let him work in different areas that he's more can be more successful. So, uh, Judy's a guy that he's kind of, I think, at 109 is like a fringe buy. I'm not super excited about it. I'd like to see a little bit under 100 for him for just because of how he did last year. But uh, I still think Judy's, uh, we haven't seen the, the maximum potential of Judy yet. Uh, DK Matcalf, probably the biggest guy in my mind in this whole group, it's in terms of. Uh, not what he's accomplished because Tyreek, Tyreek and Hopkins and Keen Allen have done way, way more than uh, Metcalf, but Metcalf just has uh, the ability to ascend to that level, if not higher. Uh, his NFL prisms for 19 are going for 182 uh, for PSA 10. Uh, 585 is the pop on those. Blue Ice Prism, PSA 10 is kind of the high-end card for him. Went for, his, went for 1,100, which is pretty high. Uh, that, well, that's a pop of nine. So the thing with Metcalf, yeah, I, I'm not – I'm not going to say he's a buy, but it's, you look at, like, for example, he should be about double Judy, which he is. So I think he's priced accordingly right now. Um, last year worried people. He kind of was hit and miss. He had some games where you're like, oh, there he is. And then he had games where he go. And so with him, it's going to be about, like, he needs to be that receiver one day in and day out. Um, and, and it might be hard because I think some days that Russell Wilson's just going to hit lock, lock it and just stay with him like he, he did last year. Lockett had a couple crazy 16, 17 reception games last year. Um, and if Metcalf 
continues to kind of fade in and fade out, I think that he's going to be limited on how high he can go. But with his size and his speed and his ability to attack the ball, he's 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 got all the ability in the world to be one of the top receiver in the league. Uh, so I'll be interested to follow him next year. I think he is kind of due for a bounce back year, and we'll see if that happens. Um, and Sam Fran is a little bit interesting. They got Kittle, and I put Brand Ayuk. I know they have a, I have a guy on the sleeper list. We'll talk about as well. Um, but Kittle is tough because he doesn't really have a lot of rookie cards. He's got some contenders autos. He just was kind of a weird fit in terms of the, his rookie card. So it's just kind of hard to suggest what to go for. Uh, but Ayuk just really has been really small. His he hasn't really have any pops on his base prisms yet, but his uh, Genesis PSA 10 out of mosaic went for 525. So he does have some people that are on him. Um, he showed a lot of promise last year uh, with a variety of quarterbacks, which I think is impressive. So getting a good quarterback in there uh, like Lance, and once he gets going, it'd be interesting to see how he goes with that. But I think I'd be in on Ayuk. I think he's a very talented receiver. And I think with Kittle there, they're kind of a good one-two punch, similar to um, Kelson. Uh, hill if they can get that quarterback position resolved uh the rams are kind of interesting as well because they really kind of a, a tandem with woods and cup uh not much with woods really of note but like cups 2017 info prisms for 150 still so he's getting pretty good psa 10 value on that and his gold vinyl is a high sale a prism uh, auto out of five went for 400 which is pretty cheap for out of five prism auto but uh, both guys are just very productive, just never really give you that receiver one field, just both like really good receiver twos. Um, so they're just kind of limited in that aspect. I, I don't think I'm going to kind of buy much of them, but I, I do think in fantasy they could be good little cheap uh, trade guys if you're, if you're interested in that kind of advice. But I do think that they will have put the similar numbers that they've continued to have, uh, which some people are a little bit higher than I am on the, with, with Stafford coming and think they're going to go through the roof. I, I don't think they'll go much higher than they, what they've been doing the last couple of years. And the last guy from we're hitting the uh, NFC West is Hopkins. Uh, his 2013 NFL Prism PSA 10 uh, scoring right at 300. There are 167 of them. Um, that seems about right to me. Right about 300. He's right about that high end of the receiver values, the current receiver values. Um, and a pop of 167 is obviously low. So uh, Hopkins is definitely, I think that's just not a buy or a sell, just a hold or a keep. Uh, I think, you know, if the Cardinals do start to make a run, you might see that creep up a little bit. And if it gets up to 350, 400, then it might be a sell. Uh, kind of a notable, his 2013 Topps Chrome Black for 550 is one of his higher sales. Um, and then also just like to keep in mind, I didn't put it like, um, I didn't put Fitz on here just for the simple fact that he's just kind of, to me, he's already established his values already. It's not really much fluctuation. doesn't really matter what Fitz does uh, next year, the year after. So he's just, to me, was kind of a cemented guy that we don't have to talk about. So uh, it wasn't no disrespect to Fitz. I'm a huge fan of Fitz, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and then last, just kind of close up this AFC West talk. I just want to kind of throw out some maybe not so known guys just to talk about, keep an eye on. To the season, uh, one where I kind of mentioned was Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton coming back with his size and you know, coming back from injury, he missed all of last year. Uh, if again, it all unlock if he can keep it, get it going, I think Sutton can have a pretty, a very good year in terms of touchdowns. He's a he's a touchdown monster. Uh, Devo Samuels like thrown showed signs of just being kind of a do it all uh player with reverses and short uh routes and making quick throws, big plays. Um, I still think he's a, a good player. It's been a little bit overlooked because of Ayuk and Kittle, but I, th I do think he's a guy that if that offense gets going with the quarterback, we could see something. You know, Jeff Wilson, I just put on here just because, you know, he was spectacular in the year last year, and I know they drafted running back, and I know that Mostert's coming back, and I just don't know what they're going to do uh, in that backfield consistently. Um, and I mean, he might, I'm not even sure if he's going to be on their team, like what their plans are. Um, but I just got to keep in mind just because he finished the year so well. 
Uh, Noah Fant um, is kind of flashed tight in one upside. I think, that, again, it all comes back to Locke. If they can get him going and get him consistent, he was pretty consistent for a tight end with Locke last year. So if he can take that next step, he can kind of give him that upper echelon to tight ends with the, the Kittles and the Kelsey. He's, he's got the size and the speed and the, the hands to do that. So I do like Noah Fant. I know tight ends aren't a huge hobby investment for us, but as you can see, they can get there if they're consistent like Kittle and uh, Kelsey have been. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge is a, actually a rookie I put on here for Seattle. I put him on there because you have Metcalf, you have Lockett, and you kind of have nothing. And so that receiver three is kind of there to where that rookie can kind of get some really good experience and I think has good uh, guys around him to learn from with Lockett and Metcalf. I could just see him kind of slowly making some gains next year, making some plays, and if there's an injury or anything, he could be right into the receiver two role. And I think Seattle wants to throw it more this year. They moved on from the offensive coordinator. They want to push the ball down the field. I just think that a rookie like that might get an opportunity to make some plays and get our attention. Um, last couple guys here, I got McCole Hardman. I just, whoever, you know, Kansas City's just kind of in dire need for number two uh, receiver next to Hill. But I mean, you have Kelsey and Hill, but in terms of receiver, uh, McCole Hardman's been really close. Like he's had, had games where you thought he was there, you thought he could do it. Uh, just kind of tapers off, doesn't seem to be consistent. So let's see if he can get his consistency going. And the last two guys, Marcus Mariota and Mike Williams. Mariota, just because he's still technically with the Raiders. Uh, showed some signs last year. If Carr goes down again or if Carr doesn't play well, maybe they turn to Mariota and kind of get a little rebirth there. Um, you never know when it comes to quarterback positions. We saw with Tannehill's done that. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, just he's just been so close to being a receiver one. Maybe this for the year he kind of takes over Keen Allen maybe or starts to be that receiver one for that team um, in terms of his production and touchdowns. So just some guys to look at in that division. Um, maybe go look for some cheap rookies on those uh, sleepers and just kind of stash them, see what you can do with the raw game. Um, and then lastly here, let's talk about a couple of new products here. So, uh, Panini Luminance is coming in, uh, yeah, it's just coming out this month. Uh, Donner's Elite comes out July 16th and Panini Gold Standard comes out July 23rd. Uh, in general, Panini Draft Picks has been selling well. You, you know, you type into 130 point, you look, a lot of things are selling. Even like just kind of cheaper base cards for three bucks of cards I wouldn't really even think to buy are actually selling. Uh, your Lawrence's and everything are all getting in the 20s to you know 50 bucks range, and the color obviously is going higher. Uh, so in terms of penny draft picks, still a lot of traction. A lot of people are getting in breaks still. It seems like people like it. So I just uh, in terms of the, the hobby slowing down or being worried about stuff, it just seems like penny draft picks kind of new release. Uh, people are pretty excited about the 2021 class. So I think that it is getting pretty good tra uh, traction on that. And that's kind of all I had for you guys on this week. I just wanted to just catch you up on the prices. And next week, I will, I don't know, we'll see if I'm going to do the north and have Shani on, or maybe we'll do the south. But uh, please leave your comments. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter. And I appreciate you guys uh, listening and tuning in. Have a good night.